Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up, you listen almost accurate? I'm Jake. I'm Rye Rye. And Ryan, this is a podcast about movies, about television shows, about video games. Sometimes about somebody. One lucky, lucky boy who went on a big old grand vacation. I'm a grown man. To the trop one grown man who went on a Thank you. vacation to the tropical oasis of Charlestown, South Carolina. Mm-mm. No, they changed it. They, they changed weren't, it? Yeah. When it did they change Charlestown? It? Didn't they change that like 300 years ago? Yeah, it was like around that time. I'm an, yeah. I'm an originalist, so I that's why I refer to the U.S. as the 13 colonies plus the uh, well, 37 about, other states. Well, it was named something before that. Uh, like Columbus, Leif like, Erikson, Native uh, Americans. Native Americans, yeah. I'm going back in time. <laughs> Hell, what about like animals? Wonder what those animals would have called it. Brontosaurus land. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think of the world. Oh my God, as look Pangea. at that meteor. It's Pangea. <laughs> I've been a big originalist. <laughs> anything after Pangea, after anything like a band, anything after their Pangea phase, and I won't listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it's just not good. You know, once you go un Pangea, that's when you're fucked. <laughs> once they started, the Pangea started splitting up, the world started going downhill. It really did. It kind of did in a lot of ways. They, they Human beings, being human one beings. Of them. We're not exactly killing it right now. We're killing the planet, but we're not exactly killing the historical. We ain't helping nothing at yeah. all. Although, in a way, you know, in the f- like five thousand years in the future, when future humans, if they're there, if they're there, or maybe aliens are just Back riding to the by big gay pile, the Jake, big, the big smoldering rock, and being like, well, at the Museum of Earth hu- humans at one point they lived here, and they were like. Mars, I'm going to throw trash in the river and that's cool. <laughs> yeah, they're probably going to look back and be like, so these idiots, guess what they did? They burned their planet. Be down. like, why would they do that? No one knows. No one they knows. were just idiots. <laughs> but what you really can say is they were lazy and just didn't want to pick up after themselves. But, I literally saw somebody throw like cookout stuff outside their window as I was driving on the road. I've never seen anyone litter as it was happening, but God, that would make me angry to watch. Well, I saw it and I was like, they were driving a really nice car. Oh, what yeah, the that's right. Fuck? It was a family of like what I assume is four based on how many trays I saw. Based on how much trash that they produced out the window. Yeah. I was just like, God, this is some bullshit. Um, that would make me so angry. I would just want to smack every single one of them in the head and be like, what? What are you doing? Oh, they don't care. Like They, they just, just kept on driving and that's stuff. That's the thing that's frustrating is that these people just literally, they could not give less of a they shit. They lit- literally. 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 
Don't yeah. care. Anyways, alien students, uh, this is what <laughs> this is humans. the future. <laughs> We're living on Mars now, and uh, Brad Pitt's we, trying to find his father. Guess what? We fucked that one up too. There's we cookout fucking... trays all over the place, but cocaine for everybody. Yeah. Well, we got anyways. <laughs> we got some things right. We got some things pretty wrong. <laughs> you're, the up, cocaine was where we were right. In case you're wondering. <laughs> anyways, we took all those litter cookout trays and we built structures out of them. But they're not very sound. They're all cocaine houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made of styrofoam and broken dreams. <laughs> Anyways, if you start crying too much, the foundation will get a little soggy. So just it starts go outside. In. I know nobody can breathe out there, and you might start floating away. But just just keep it inside. Could always be worse. I don't know what I was saying. I was Who just knows? saying, like I guess it's to me, it would be like while it would be a sad thing if we ruin this planet, which we're certainly on track to doing so. Historically. If we've only been around for, say, the last 10,000 years, that's a pretty big, like, accomplishment on our part. Be like, this place is like 7 billion years old and we fucked it up in like 0.05% of the time that it's been Don't start nothing, won't be nothing, gonna start something, gonna be something, earth. And if you really think about it, it's only since like the, like, 1800. So within the last 300 years, we went from like everything was fine to building smokestacks to just ruining the place in an impressive amount of time. Well, it's probably because the population is so huge. Um, And during the olden days, people only lived at like 32 is something I learned when I was in Charleston. Yeah, that is true. And everyone was also like four feet tall. Yeah. So if you ever had been in an old house and had to duck through like the door frames and stuff, I went to Philadelphia and that's the way (laughs) the average size of a man was five foot six. And they were talking about George Washington. He was like six foot three and like two. 250 pounds it's like all right big dick slinging hell yeah i remember going to uh i think it was in the fifth or sixth grade i went to monticello which was thomas jefferson's house and looking at his bed and his bed was between it was like in the middle of the room but it was between like two pillars and it was just like kind of sandwiched in there and that shit was like as wide as this as the desk in here it was like three feet long <laughs> it's like michael scott whenever he was yeah. sleeping at the foot of the bed he's like yeah it's plenty of room this there's is where i sleep a room anyways that's what thomas <laughs> jefferson was so small apparently he was just real short he was like I hate to say this, but Hobbit. everybody was Peter Dinklage sized and like this, all the founding fathers <sighs> were Peter. He could play if they did a founding fathers movie that was historically accurate. He could play every single character. <laughs> I don't know. You would have to find like maybe Nate Robinson. But then again, <laughs> he's a black guy. So that wouldn't work because I'm pretty sure all these old white uh, dudes, these are all white dudes. But I will say on the $2 bill, they did have like a black guy on the $2 bill. They could do it in Hamilton style where they just were like, yeah, these are all like mythical characters. So anybody can play anybody at this point. They're not mythical. They kind of did. That's what the way that Hamilton treated it. Like Thomas Jefferson is played by a black man. Yeah, but they're not mythical. These people actually existed. That's the way that they're kind of treated in American history is they're almost like these larger than life like figures. Figures. Oh, yeah. In Charleston, they were telling us like the public... Um, building for all the the big people in charge. Like they were right down the street from the prostitute alley. And I was hey. like, all right. Did you hear a lot of a lot about Mr. John C. Calhoun? Uh, yeah, we did hear some stuff about him. Was he the guy who they moved? He was the vice president. I can't remember, honestly. I, I think he was the vice name. president. <laughs> and he was 
it twi- it for two terms and then they buried him in DC. And then later on they were like Charleston wanted him. So like a year later they dug him up or so many years later they dug him up, brought him and buried him to the graveyard. And the difference between a graveyard and a cemetery is the graveyard is connected to the church. A cemetery is not. So there's a cemetery across the street. So he was buried in the graveyard, but there's so many rules that you have to fall into. Or no, he was buried in the cemetery. And then uh, all this war broke out and they put him in the graveyard, an unmarked grave. Oops. Well, no, they did that because uh, to make sure nobody desecrated him. And there were so many rules. Dis- right. I hate when people shit on gravestones. Or just fuck a face. You know, a dead man's face. Defecated. And then <laughs> some years passed. And after the war and American Revolutionary War, I think, or maybe it was a Civil War. I, I think it was remember. a Civil War. Um, and then they moved him back to the cemetery. So old folklore has it that he does not know where he needs to be buried. So he goes and walks the street right there in between the graveyard and the cemetery, which is across the street from the church. And his wife is actually buried in that cemetery. And the plots, there's four plots left. And the last time a plot was sold was like five years ago for $82,000. God. Imagine, Ryan, just imagine having the kind of money that you're going to blow almost $100,000 to be where your body's going to be put. Man, for honestly, when I'm done, after I die, you can put me in a hefty bag and leave me by the curb. Like, I don't need that anymore. It does. It's Tuesday. Pick him up. Does it, <laughs> trash pickup daddy is Tuesday here. So it doesn't fucking matter anymore what you do with what you do with my body. It just uh, that's insane to me that people have that kind of money that they place that kind of importance on where their body is going to be placed and whatnot. Whoever played that game. And there's a lot of things like that. Like I remember growing up and my family wasn't super religious. They were a little religious. My mom was. And I remember suicide was like this huge thing that people were like, if you did that, you'd go to hell. And now people were more understanding of it and like, oh, it's a mental disease. But it's just so crazy to see over the years how things have kind of changed and people's perspectives change. It, yeah. Where you're like, because nobody in there. That was literally, I think, one of the seven deadly sins. It was like killing yourself. Yeah. And it's like more of that beer on my shirt than you did in your mouth. I watched that happen where you wasn't a lot. Did you not just open the can all the way or what happened with that? (laughs) They just filled this one up extra. (laughs) So now I'm going to be sticky. That was a 12.3 ounce can instead of 12.0. Those bastards. (laughs) They got you. Oh, suicide. That's what we were talking about. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it is not because it's, like mental health, obviously, that is an important thing to talk about. But you are not in you are not in your right mind when that is the end to your suffering that you're contemplating there. And the fact that people are like, nah, internal damnation, like after a lifetime of suffering that has led you to think that that is the only outlet of escape. And they're like, nah, can't do that. You got to stay alive and just suffer. <laughs> Well, those dudes might have been touching on boys, little boys, too. Yeah, as it turns out, they probably were. So, you know what? Maybe a life, uh, an afterlife of suffering awaits them to the people that set those rules. God. Yeah. Anyways, we've so, taken a dark turn. Maybe religion is a sham. <gasps> in, maybe in our 10,000 years on this planet, we haven't exactly been, we haven't been doing a great job 
Have we? <laughs> um, how was your no. vacation, Ryan? I think that it was, was how wonderful. we started this conversation. It was wonderful. <laughs> I got my eat on. I spent some money. I watched some hockey. I watched some baseball. Not like in person, but on the TV. Right, exactly. That's As my wife took forever to get ready. <laughs> Went to the beach. Got mad at somebody has a podcast that maybe I spoke about last week because they were mad that I kept flooding there. I, you know, this is going to come back to bite me, but I'm just going to be completely honest. Um, I sent a whole bunch of, not a whole bunch. I sent like three emails yeah, to somebody. Literally three emails. And there was one that I sent like a month ago. So it's four in all, but I was told to resubmit. So I was told that, hey, there's 50 that we get a day. So it was like trying to be more up in your face. Be like, here I am. And somebody didn't like that and they acted like a little diva bitch about it. So I'm sure this is going to come back to bite me, but you know, fuck it. I don't care. That's the way I feel about it. That's honestly, no, you, the response that you read me from that one particular person is petty. uh, And maybe you caught them on a bad day. But after they had already told you to uh, resubmit. Yeah. At least once. That's that kind of response where they actually took the time to type something negative instead of just saying, Hey, thanks, nothing. man. You don't have to send anything hey, else. Hey, thanks. Well, and then the other thing is, or I, just say, I sent no, an apology. Yeah. I was like, Hey, man, not trying to be a dick. I just took what you meant to be like this. They read it and didn't do anything. Cool. They weren't like, like a thumbs up or like it's good. Or no worries, or man. Like something simple as that where you took yeah. the time to actually create an a personalized takedown of you and then be like and after even after you up uh, an apology, be like, oh it's no worries, man. Like our paths will cross one day. Yep. And I will bring this up to you. I will throw multiple cookout Wherever trays. Wherever you sleep up. tonight. <laughs> multiple cookout trays will be thrown your way and you cannot do anything about it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah. Well, that guy fucking sucks. So, <laughs> well, I don't think necessarily he sucks, but I think that I have a caught him on a bad time and B, I'm just a nobody. So I don't know. We'll see what happens in the coming years. Hmm. You'll regret these words. <laughs> but you guys, um, you and Derek, uh, got onto a magazine cover in Venezuela. Yes, I was very excited. I have like three interviews to fill out tomorrow. And then I we have like Zoom meetings. I have like two Zoom meetings next week, which um we may have to move Wednesday to like Tuesday. That's not bad though, if you're cool with that. We'll discuss I love, afterwards. I love this. Pla- I love when we plan the podcast in real time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of always on the cu- off the cuff. Um, yeah. So there's random things happening. I we didn't even ask these people to do this. We weren't like, hey, can you put us on the cover? That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, maybe they were desperate. I don't know. They were really nice, and I'm just thankful. You know, is it a um, Spanish? I'm assuming it's, this is yeah. It's a Spanish, Spanish publication. <laughs> Um, it's actually a digital release, so it isn't like a physical release, which we found out, um, which is more and more things. Really, our Instagram has just become like a scrapbook that I've done. I That's 
what I've told Derek. It's pretty cool though. One of the best things that Campbell City Black House related I saw was that when you did the interview for a German uh, news site. Oh yeah, and, and they had the <laughs> um, they had it translated in English and German, and it was so funny to see like Ryan Sizemore be like, "Ich bin Eichbruster." <laughs> I know it was like Ryan von Campbell City Blackouts, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool." Be like, I actually did that. Yeah. I didn't have to translate it. I just know I just speak German. So yes, yeah, so that's what I, I do. typed all that down. <laughs> no, she was a dear. I will say she was really nice. Um, you get to meet very nice people. Her name was Anne. I can't remember her last name, but yeah, she was great. And uh, um, we're going to be in the Winston-Salem Journal in a couple of weeks. So just all over the place. Absolutely. You guys are killing it. I know. I'm waiting to go on tour. I'm waiting for somebody. I sent um, our uh, EP to uh, Fat Mike, and we're recording this weekend a new EP. So, a um, lot of craziness happening. So much going on. Well, I'm proud of you guys. Keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. If you ever need a um, extra member, learn the drums. Yeah. Well, Olivia already said that she's going to pick buy a drum set. So, for her to teabag. No, for her to join. <laughs> <laughs> You guys gonna watch no, cops not, get it's sweaty? It's not a cop situation, <laughs> but it could be. Anyways, you got you guys are killing it. Uh, it's cool to see the new music is great too. By the way, so I know that uh, not as many people will probably listen to this as listen to it already. But if you haven't checked out Ryan's band, Campbell City Blackouts, uh, check them out. They're on app on Apple Music, Spotify, any streaming platform. Or, you know, or go ahead and uh, you guys, do you have, have a website set up? Already? No, we don't have a website. We just really operate out of the well, uh, just, Instagram. Uh, hit up Ryan and he'll, <laughs> he'll probably, I'll probably, sort your life he'll out He'll be happy, happy to ship you a CD if you're into physical media as well. So Yeah, which I've found that there's a lot of people still into physical yeah, media. I'm telling you, man, figure out a way to print some, print some vinyl records and put it down. Vinyl is so huge. That's the get, biggest get one. Get on some vinyl. I know a lot of band. If I had a record player, I would have so many records because they will they'll sell you the record and then with the, like the digital download code too, so that you can take it with you. But that's the fucking way to go right now. Like vinyls make it a huge comeback. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> There's been people have asked us about it, and then like I mean, I can only tell you how many reviews we could get if we did actually have final releases. But we'd be giving those people like. There's like at least 25 that I would. They've got to be really expensive to make. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you buy them in bulk, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. Right. But if you were doing like 50, I can't imagine how much money that would cost. Yeah, we're just making new T-shirts. That's what we're doing. (laughs) We're going to pay for these recordings and do new T-shirts. We start printing episodes of this podcast on vinyl. Yeah. You'd have to. Every episode. Honestly, if every episode's an hour, that's a double album already. So like some of the long, like the oh, sir, yeah. like the one we did where we covered season one a servant would be like four discs. Oh, it'd be ridiculous. <laughs> it would be so fucking chunky if we had to ship someone that. If we had to do that, I thought about it today. I think about this kind of often. It's like there's probably like 24 hours of us on the internet right now oh, more than of that. us just talking like oh, oh, yeah, just ourselves, just, like not act, yeah. back and forth, just ourselves. <laughs> I was like, that is so nuts. That is so crazy. And honestly, if you guys, wherever you are in the world, and if you have to listen to this, we really do appreciate it. It It's insane 
to like actually look. Well, there's not a lot of news this week, as you can probably tell. The yeah. fact we talked about this for 20 minutes, but honestly, the fact that we've had like something like 35 different countries that have listened to this podcast is honestly astounding. So if you've listened to even a minute of this, thank you. <laughs> like honestly, that's so cool that we'd never ever imagined that you're voice could actually carry that far and reach that many people and that's that's cool <laughs> well it's, uh, there's so many concepts to that like you're talking we're talking into these microphones right now and that's gonna go to somebody who's like halfway around the world or somebody that's like years away from our time like what we're saying now maybe heard by true. somebody in two years it's it could wild be, it, we're literally uh it's almost like a living time capsule of dick jokes yeah, it, it, it's a <laughs> gift and a curse. <laughs> it's a gift and a curse, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, so like I said, there's not a shit ton of news. So we'll just kind of we'll kind of blast through it really quickly. We do have a movie we'll talk about here in just a just a little while. Um, and so, Ryan, <laughs> first up, first up. Mostly uh, Marvel Studios released a phase four sizzle reel that reveals the future, but mostly the past of the MCU from what we watched. Mm -hmm. What did you think about all that? Because I thought that most half of that was kind of a waste of time. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, I think it was not the best and that's why they included Stanley. It's just majority of it was just stuff that we had seen before. Half of it was in game. And then also I, I had not seen it though. I should have, um, whenever the first showing of, um, the Avengers last Avengers movie whenever they um, come through the portals and stuff like that at the end to fight Thanos and like um, Captain America gets the hammer or whatever, you know, people were really excited about that. They're like, oh! They literally did an in the cinema reaction to it. Yeah. It, and date it and everything. 426 2019. 420? Yeah. Get stoned, get some popcorn. Six days and later. And some soda, because you're gonna need it. <laughs> um, and yeah, just watch the movie. But that was like forever and a day long. God, that felt that was so long ago. So that was in game. <laughs> I, I liked Infinity Wars better disagree but you know what we live. i'll choke you with my microphone <laughs> what <laughs> no okay we do have some long cables that's for sure it's po it's possible uh -huh. it people could, could die bulls fly people it are dying now yeah but yeah we got a lot a lot the glimpse into the future was like 2022 2023 which is crazy to think that those are years that are two years from now instead of in the future yeah <laughs> it I feels mean, weird to say it out loud but <laughs> mo i mean some of these movies they were probably releasing around the time we'd see them i think spider-man if everything was on track would have been like last year or Maybe. last summer i feel like it was always going to be this year it, it seems like they're really leaning heavily into the multiverse stuff with all of like alfred Molina being like i'm in it like it was supposed to be a secret but like i'm done so you know fuck everybody else like it <laughs> yeah and the way the lineup is because um dr strange is after that well here let's go through it real quick so black widow comes out in july of this year it's supposed to have been may of last year but you know the little thing called COVID-19 happened and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings that comes out in September of the same year. Um, Some Marvel Eternals footage, which I don't think that we've seen before, which I believe is going to be a Disney Plus show instead of a movie. And it's uh, in November. 
of this year, um, Spider-Man No Way Home, which tells me that he's going to fall into this multiverse and not be able to get home. Probably. It seems so. Captain Marvel 2 is going to be called Captain Marvel colon the Marvels. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's November of next year. And Spider-Man's December. Um, Doctor Strange is going to be March of next year. Um, Thor Love and Thunder, where Natalie Portman's coming back. That's going to be next year, May. <laughs> Wakanda Forever, so it's a Black Panther movie. Uh, that's July 2022. Which is not going to have Chadwick Boseman in any capacity, I believe. I wonder, they said they're going to be respectful of it, but I just wonder how. I wonder if it's going to be kind of like Star Wars, how they dealt with Carrie Fisher dying, where I think they did a good job with what they could in that last movie, where it was clearly just outtakes from a different movie and they wrote around that. Because I don't well, know. She if, died in that movie. She she died in that movie off screen where she just kind of laid down. And but she a, died actually in that movie. Didn't she, she died bef- two years before that movie released. But she died like her character. Her character also died in that movie. Correct. <laughs> I don't think so, they're going to do that. Probably not. I would imagine it would be like a callback. Or I don't know how they're going to handle that. They it really it obviously his passing is tragic. It's. But it also presents a problem for them to kind of write around such a larger than life character. Well, this character. is going to happen eventually. I mean, you have more people. Um, you know, it's it's a sad thing to happen. But I mean, the more people you include, the more likely something is to happen. When you sign someone to literally like a ten year contract to make like twelve to appear in like twelve different movies and TV shows, yeah, these are the kinds of things you have to figure out. So I'm glad they're not going to just recast him and then kill that guy off. But yeah, that'd be yeah. weird. Um, it's it's I don't know how they're going to handle it, but it'll be it'll be interesting as long as it's respectful. It's not that's probably the big one on that list where I'm genuinely not sure how that's going to go. But, but it's it does seem like a lot of the other characters are going to be able to to step up and take on that mantle. Maybe there's more than one Black Panther this time. Could be. I Maybe. mean, Force Whitaker will come back. You never know. Who knows? I don't um, know how they're going to handle it. Ant-Man and Wasp Quantum Mania comes out February 2023, which is crazy because I feel like Ant-Man came out like six years ago on Ant- the last one. And Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 2023, which seems even longer. Yep. Uh, which know, are you most looking forward to? Honestly, Spider-Man. I really, really enjoyed spider-man's european vacation or whatever that movie was called that was probably one of the most i remember that was probably one of the most fun i had at the movies in that particular year and i guess that was 2019 because it was the last year that we could go to movies spider-man noir if i were to say that bloodshot was the most fun i had in movies in 2020 probably accurate Oh God! Oh, no, that's not true. That's we almost saw, accurate. We saw Sonic. <laughs> oh, the almost accurate barbershop quartet. And we saw um, Sonic the Hedgehog that same year. So oh, no, that's not that was a good one. That was a good one. I really Birds of Prey was pretty good too. So Birds of Prey. Oh yeah, with Harley Quinn. Bird, sorry, you probably don't remember because that was the Angry original Birds. title. I was thinking Angry Birds. Angry Birds, Birds of Prey. Like, and that came out last year. <laughs> Harley Quinn just on a on a like a platform launching herself <laughs> did, <laughs> uh, did angry birds 2 come out i don't know I, th- so many questions one of the dreamworks ones yeah i saw the first one i think the thing i'm most excited about is dr uh strange 
I just want to see what kind of weird what can happen there. I feel like there's a lot of ability there to add characters and stuff like from the past, like maybe Robert Downey Jr. Hmm? <laughs> Probably a good thing that there's no Avengers stuff in this phase. It seems like they're definitely entering into a phase where they need to rebuild that team or maybe that team just goes away for a little while. Maybe the it's Avengers like starting from scratch. It seems like the Avengers has run its course, at least for right now. I mean, that was, it was a big deal in 2012 when that first one came out and man, I had never thought that it would take on the level of hype where it was the best or a highest grossing movie of all time. We have to build an antagonist and we haven't done that. You know, Thanos, he was built over time. He was in the post credit sequence of that first one. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they were also trying to build the team and all sorts of stuff. I mean, there was a lot to it. The fact that those two movies came out and there's like 30 main heroes in that and it did suck is incredible, honestly. And they didn't overpack it. <laughs> I mean, they gave it a lot of time, but I mean, I feel like you had to. And the fact that they've made it to phase four. How many movies did they put out in TV shows and all it's sorts of shit? literally like, I think there's 24 Marvel movies and now there's three TV shows. Yeah. And the mainline MCU, not well, that's not counting the Netflix stuff that isn't canon anymore. Well, I don't think you but, think like Agents of Shield and stuff like that. And that's Agent still Carter. considered. I don't know. Agent Carter may not be considered. May not be Agents of Shield. I think it goes Agents. that way. I think Agents of Shield is Agent uh, um, Carter might not be. I don't know. I feel like that was more standalone than the others. <laughs> Probably was considered to be part of it, but now with Disney Plus and it, I don't know, it's it's kind of like Star Wars where they were just like some of this stuff counts and some of it doesn't anymore. Anyways, we're, the story the multiverse, goes on. yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um, we also saw that Fantastic Four will be coming out. What do you think of that? I think that's great. And I do not think any of those original Fantastic Four movies were any good. So give it great. And the reboot, the Josh Trank reboot with that Michael B. Jordan, who will come up later on this episode. That one was also not very good at all. So, you know what? The fact that the Marvel properties are coming home now, I think, is a good thing. A lot of they've they obviously it's been well documented at this point in the mid nineties when they sold off their most popular franchises to Fox and other corporations, they did not do them well. Uh, nobody knew how to make a, a comic book movie or superhero movie back in the days. And the fact that they're coming mm-hmm. home to Marvel now at this point is can't be anything but a, a statement of how good that they're probably going to be, or at least decent com- it, compared to the stuff that happened in the early two thousands. Those Fantastic Four movies were dreadful. They were. were (laughs) I never watched them because they were so bad. None of them were. Or they got bad reviews. And I seen bits and pieces of them. I was like, I can't do it, man. Yeah. And and also there's literally, even if you had the nostalgic attachment to it, if you watched it when you're 12 and you're like, it's the coolest thing in the world, you would not want to go back and watch it now. You would be like, You'd ruin your childhood and you'd want to kill yourself. Like, I have terrible taste. (laughs) Yeah. Must be that coronavirus. I'd rather not taste nothing. (laughs) <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah i think they can do well with it and i'd be interested to see 
Um, I'm going to let someone else test the waters before I go out there, though. <laughs> let someone else get scalded before they, they go that far. Um, no Pikachu 2. Detective Pikachu 2 is a possibility. That's uh, interesting. I thought I, that I did relatively well. I mean, it was the worst movie I've ever seen. Honestly, I thought it was pre- in terms of nailing what Pokemon would look like in the real world. I think this was the best attempt that we've ever seen. And maybe it might be the last attempt for a little bit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I want to see them update the game. I'd love just to play like that. I, the game is definitely centered towards kids. It came out on the 3DS. But the fact that that game didn't come out on the Switch the same year that this movie came out in theaters is insane to me. <laughs> they well, you know why? Why even I, try? We're Nintendo. We don't give a fuck. We don't ever do make decisions that make any sort of sense. No. Would you like a a console that bakes pizza instead of plays video games? Yes. Yeah, I would love that. But I mean, after a while, you're not getting to that. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, So, yeah, apparently Justice Smith was like, yeah, we're probably not going to do that. Uh, He said that he'd love to participate in Detective Pikachu, too. I don't know if it's going to happen. I think we just kind of have to bury our hopes. I don't think it's going to happen. He said twice. I really hope so, though. Honestly, I'm such a huge fan, but who knows? Who knows? I hope so. I'm sure he's a fan of that. It really sounds like he's not faking it. He he said, I don't know, like twice. I was like, I hope so. I hope so. It also seems like he was begging with everybody. Please. Here's my theory on this, Ryan. They've recast him and they've already shot the second one. They just didn't tell him about it. (laughs) Definitely not. Ryan Reynolds is taking over. I just don't know how the second one would have proceeded because Ryan Reynolds was out of the body at that point. In the game the Pika, detective pikachu had this really really like gravelly gruff voice hey, how you doing like that so honestly my if i could cast this movie over again i would have like danny devito or somebody what about mickey just, rourke or mickey rourke <laughs> i think danny devito would be the best in terms of the voice and then if he turns back into a real person at the end no, the that fa- would be the biggest letdown. I would love th- the fact to that he's see Danny rock- DeVito be this is Pikachu, this bald, slightly old man. taller than Detective Pikachu was. Oh it would be God. so great to no. see that. <laughs> that would have been my the fact that he turns just back into regular Ryan Reynolds with a little bit of a gray stubble at the end was a huge letdown. <laughs> was it? Let him be Danny DeVito with Brian Reynolds' voice. <laughs> you I just, knew who he was going to be. Knew, that would take away from, from the, the voice of who he was going to be, but that was just so lame. <laughs> the fact, I don't know, it just rubbed me wrong. Like, the movie's fine. It's not great, but God, the, the ending is not good. It's not a good ending, that movie. They were trying to bring a family together, Jake. God damn it. Um, so Brian Reynolds doesn't happen. have a family. Yeah, he does. He- but Danny DeVito does. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, they're at Patty's Pub. Um, actor Michael B. Jordan has seemingly put to bed the growing rumors that he might be tapped to play the starring role in the recently announced Superman reboot. The what movie? Super reboot. <laughs> Which is interesting. I'm surprised they're doing that since uh, they did the Snyder Cut. Um but I think this is a good casting. I would like to see Steel too, not like the one with uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like a new one. I, I think that was cool. He was like one of my favorites. I remember having his uh, action figure when I was a kid because he was just so cool. Why not? Steel's probably right for a reboot too. 
Yeah. God, just bring the, Shaq back. No, please don't. If Shaq, if Michael B. Jordan is son of Shaq. Um, God, that'd be so good. <laughs> so the new Loki uh, TV show may be coming out on Wednesday. Is that today? This says June 9th. Okay, so um, that is... So that is not Wednesday. Uh, but okay. it might be a week from... Or a month from Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, that sucks. <laughs> well, anyway, we continue. So uh, two days earlier is what made Earlier happen. than planned, though. Because I think that this was originally supposed to be in June or July. In June 9th. So that's like a week earlier. Anyways. Yeah. So neither one of us have looked at a calendar when we have recorded this. Why episode. would we look at a calendar? And I'm sure that that we're uh, grown men. Grown I'm sure men that doesn't calendars. show. It doesn't show at all, does it? <laughs> nope. Ryan, I've got some bad news for you. I think I'll be able to live without it. Um. So your favorite, your favorite actor and character, no, false Jared Leto. Nope. Uh, hate him. Playing Marcus Morbius. Marcus, not his real name. Um, uh, by the way, he is a white guy. Playing a Hispanic guy's part. Mm. Well, anyways, add another thing to add another reason why I don't like Jared Leto. Cancel him. <laughs> Please. I don't know if he's done anything that bad, but just preemptively go ahead. So we don't he's have playing to talk a vampire. Don't have to this man's not a vampire or a Hispanic. He's not even Hungarian. <laughs> yeah, he's none of the above. It's Michael Morbius was his actual name, not Marcus Morbius. Oh, but well, you know then, what? I think I like that better. <laughs> yeah, well, still, I do too. Um, so Sony has announced that they have delayed once again, the upcoming Spider-Man spinoff Morbius, uh, it's now delayed to January 28th, 2022. Ryan, would you like me hit it to read the dates that you could have experienced Michael Morbius as portrayed by Jared Leto? Well, if you really like to, yes, you could have released or felt, uh, Marcus, I think that there's brother, I think that there's going to be a little bit of release here or release of relief. You're going to come your pants of relief that oh you God. didn't experience this on July 10th, 2020 or on July 1st, 2020 or on March 19th, 2021 or October 8th, 2021 or know. January 21st, 2022 or Jan. But now get ready to to let your stilettos on January 28th, stilettos, man. 2022. Because Michael Morbius is going to be on the big silver screen until it gets delayed again in two months until just the coronavirus. Not put don't put this out. Just put it on Disney Plus or something. Like I don't want to go to a theater and watch Jared Leto pretend to be a fucking vampire doctor or whatever. He's I'm a vampire. Look at me. Look at me. Hey, guess what? It's not 2008. They're not popular anymore. <sighs> Jared Leto. Maybe he if he had wasn't meditating for so long, he wouldn't have. He would have realized that. Fuck you, Jared Leto. Like I just I can't. I can't. I can't with this guy. I. He seems like a butt turd, <sighs> but I don't know. People say he's really nice. He seems like a butt turd again, more crow Never that I him. can eat later. <laughs> um, but I'm going to stick to my guns here. Like I said, next week's guest, Jared Leto. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking great. Would that be? That would be terrible. He's just in the room with us. Dude. Who else? Even, I'd be like the creator of the again. last Halloween movie or something. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are here. Oh, God. Kill me, please. I would have bust the camp in that motherfucker's ass. Army of the Dead from Zack Snyder will play in 600 theaters before Netflix release. Not 300. 
That's very interesting. That's twice as many as 300 in oh, that movie is. that he also did. Oh, that is true. Um, <laughs> That's the only thing I got. He did a sequel to that 300 movie, too. I, 302? I, I don't recall what it was, <laughs> but I don't remember liking it as much. Um, but yeah that's interesting because it seems almost like the opposite of what HBO is doing like HBO is like hey we're going to release simultaneously at the theaters and on HBO Max well up until last year movies had to get a theatrical release in order to be considered for an Oscar so with the pan- some of these movies I don't even know why they even just don't even go straight to DVD well some of them probably should but that's clearly the reason why that they don't but they got an exemption for this particular year because of a certain, again, aforementioned pandemic that caused the entire movie theater industry to go uh, collapse, <laughs> collapse basically. They got a reprieve from that. But yeah, typically in normal years, it was you had to release in theaters. So that's why not that I think that that's going to win an Oscar for anything. But who knows? He's riding high. He's huffed all the justice league paint that he can, and he's ready to crank out a zombie thriller in Las Vegas. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Live your life. Y- y- YOLO. Um, what else we got, Ryan? Jake, the boys season three will be three times bloodier than last season. According to Laz Lonzo. Well, hip, hip, hooray, hooray, hooray. I'm That's actually three really, times the I fucking of- love this TV show. This is like, my favorite TV show um, for superheroes. This is my favorite. Honestly, probably me too. Uh, The boys is amazing. And the fact that we watched that first season and we're like, what is this? And be like, oh, this is fucking sick. And the second season, it was a little bit of a slower starter for me, but I think it's still just developed into an absolute classic. It's just smart. It's so good. And the guy that plays Anthony Starr, the guy that plays Homelander is just absolutely just nails it. He's so good. What about the Brit? Um, what's his name? Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Australian, but yeah. Yeah, that guy. He says the word cunt a whole bunch. So, you know, yeah, he's Australian. I think both of them are great. And I, <laughs> you have your protagonist antagonist. Um, and they're both great characters. And then all the backing characters are pretty good. But everybody's so fleshed out and has like. It's such a great show. Can't wait. There's so many. There's honestly like just take as long as you need to make a good to make a good season of that. I was a little bummed that they went to the week to week release because I think that I watched the first season of that in the span of like two days or two two nights. I think yeah, I'll finish the whole thing. But that's a it's a great show. Probably the best. I would still say that. I would put it on par with like WandaVision, Falcon, Winter, Winter Soldier, if not maybe a little bit more just because it's something different to the MCU. It's a lot grimmer. It's funnier um, in some some respects, but it's just a rated R version. Yeah, it's good. It's so good. They're saying that uh, quarter four of this year would be when Netflix would release this. But isn't this an Amazon Prime? Yeah, oh, no. it was an original. Yeah, never mind. Scratch that. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The internet lied to me. I knew not to believe it. Anyways, Hugh Jackman is putting the back signal out that he wants to play Wolverine again. Which Deadpool is 3. weird. <laughs> so, 
cool. Good for him. I could see that. Honestly, it'd be a little weird if they recast Wolverine at this point, but also understandable. Uh, he did one movie for HBO Max, and I do not remember. I think it's called Bad Education, where he did it. Um, it's uh, based on a true story where he plays a school superintendent in uh, Long Island, I think. Uh, and he's like skimming money off of people and it's really good. <laughs> I have not seen it's it on HBO and it's last HBO I Max heard, original. The last I heard he was like on Broadway or about to do Broadway again. Yeah. That's the last Hugh Jackman movie I saw, but that one was, that one was quite good. It's got him and Alice and Janney and a bunch of, uh, a bunch of other people in it, but it's called bad education. So if you haven't, if you're looking for a good popcorn movie, it's a quick hour, 40 minutes, well acted, well, it's a f- like a comedy drama. It's just done really well based on a true story about a guy that stole a bunch of money from the public school system in a wealthy part of the country. So I don't know if he's a villain or a hero in that aspect. But <laughs> As long as you look after number one, that's all that matters. Well, he certainly was for a long, long time. Woo, woo, woo. Cocaine and uh, hookers. A big spoiler alert, a big aspect of his character was that he was a privately gay man but he was also he hooks up so he was living in new york city with his boyfriend of like 20 years it was an artist but he also reconnects with one of his students who was also gay from like 20 years prior and then he just when the shit hits the fan he's like i guess i'm gonna move out to nevada with this other guy that i just met so there's a third dude yes (laughs) well you love him you leave him you know shit's pretty crazy but it's it's a really good movie um but yeah last huge that's where he becomes wolverine <laughs> yes that's, and then he, he accepts, yeah <laughs> they like, the, send him back to world war ii to fight the nazis or whatever happens in that <laughs> surprise uh the character uh professor x charles uh, patrick stewart wouldn't make a guest appearance there exactly it's all a crossover bad education education bad education crossed with uh well x-men first class yeah, what else has Hugh Jackman been in besides that and The Prestige? Uh, and The, the show- Greatest Showman. Yeah, besides that. Uh, and Swordfish. So literally, like, aside from, like, 20 movies and then, like, 20 other movies, what's he been in? Yeah. What's he done? I'm trying to close the gap so you have nothing. Because <laughs> I'm just like, well, he's pretty much Wolverine. That's That's Hugh Jackman. Well, Ryan, if you had to know what Hugh Jackman is in, as I type he's in that, Jackman in. He's in that movie with um about the kids who go missing. Um and the parents go looking for him. What was that called? Prisoners. Prisoners. Yeah. Well, and Helsing, well, forget about that. Uh he was also in Real uh, Steel. A movie called Australia. It came out in 2008, Real Steel where they apparently didn't have the license for Rock'em Sock'em Robots and just had to come up with some other generic title. <laughs> Which Vin Diesel's going to be in a movie about Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Uh, he was in Pan. Like Peter Pan? Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Eddie and the Eagle. He was in that. What he was, was in a movie called Eagle? Flushed Away. He was in Chappie. You ever seen Chappie, Ryan? Oh, yeah, I've seen Chappie. It's been a while. Yep, he's in that. Who the fuck was he in Chappie? 
He was the bad guy in Shappy. Was he? It's yeah. been a long time since I've seen that then. <laughs> you probably forgot it because he wasn't one of the South African rappers that were just running all over the place, shitting on the set, apparently. <laughs> they shit on the set? Uh, they were fucking nightmares to work with, apparently. <laughs> Anderson Cooper was in this movie? In the movie. He was in the movie adaptation of Oklahoma. He was in The Missing Link, Paperback Hero, Dundee, Son of a Legend. Yeah. <laughs> Like Crocodile Dundee? Yep. That, the same Dundee. Man, that, this, that's that's too too much for me to handle. Too much Dundee. Too much Jack. Snowflower and the Secret Fan. Yep, there's a movie I'll remember. Here's one called Butter. How about that? What do you think about Butter, Ryan? It sounds high in cholesterol. What about the movie Standing Room Only? Um, I would prefer to sit. All right. Uh, well, fair enough. Uh, I can't find any more information about standing room only. What about the burning season from 2008? Google says, watch this <laughs> question mark. No, I haven't. Go for it. But please, Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. And uh, a woman named Lonnie Dorschner Nielsen. So anyways, we've really hit the bottom of the yeah, barrel, we've Jake, hit the bottom of the barrel. Anyways, we, it's time to get down to brass text, Ryan. It is. I watched a movie that you forgot to watch. I didn't forget to watch it. Just ran out of time. <laughs> I got to pee real quick. All right. Well, speaking of running out of time, we have not run out of time because of the. We took a break. I we, peed. We both did. And you know what? Well-deserved. Well-earned, yeah. I would say. Yeah, I like that cut you got there. Yeah. Nice to know the curtains match the carpet. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the curtains match the carpet. Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't it carpets match the drapes? Either way, baby. Everything looks the same. All right, all right. Well, you know, you think because of the uh, cause of the beard, I'm really hairy. Completely shaved. Shaved. That's yeah, I was saying your penis... Or your, your, your penis is your face. Your balls is the beard. Right. So all that's still there. Right. You know, if you're putting those pieces together, I think if you put like two little dots on either side of the top of the shaft, then it would look like a face. I have heard I that. that the whole time. I've heard that. I've heard that. Before. Yeah, that's together. true. We went together at the same time. <laughs> Jake sat in my lap backwards. We faced each other. And then Ryan put a on the toilet. And then Ryan put a chip in my sink and was like, hey, have you ever seen this before? I'm like, yeah, yeah no, I, I think that's no all. Chip in I, I was like, yeah, I think that's been there the whole time, actually. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what is happening here? I better say something. So he knows. <laughs> better say it wasn't me. So I don't know what I would go in there and how, what piece of my body would cause what could you like have that. done how aggressively were you washing your hands that you broke somebody's <laughs> 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 you know, i was just thinking like oh maybe they're gonna think i did something weird with the mirror and moved it and like, chipped something or maybe <laughs> i was I practicing taekwondo in here i don't know if i took a a broken shard of glass and just went <laughs> yeah <laughs> well there'd be multiples but yeah i mean multiple spots but i just hit that one spot real hard like 40 times oh yeah i forget where it's at eventually <laughs> you get the whole keep getting bigger uh anyways ryan so we by we I, me <laughs> i took the burden upon a the podcast this week to watch tom clancy's no, no remorse, remorse because 
it has Michael B. Jordan and it's the newest thing that came out. It's exactly. It's an Amazon Prime original. And for the next 10 minutes, I'm going to save you the pain of having to watch it yourself. Well, let me hit you with the old (laughs) familiar, Jake. Got to hit you with that 60 second clock. All right. So there's 60 seconds. We got to talk about everything that happens in this movie. I think I'm only going to need about 12. Really? Yeah. Well, we're going to try to stretch it out. Ready, set, go. Michael B. Jordan, Navy SEAL, wife dead. Russians, they're up to some bullshit. CIA, they're on some bullshit too. Michael B. Jordan, he's got some lats. He's got some six pack. He kills a bunch of people. Yeah. How much time do I have left? You have do you want me to keep going? Like 40 seconds. Okay, because that was basically the plot of the movie. Do you well, want me to, I could keep going if you want. Yeah, I would love you to keep going. I mean, uh, damn. <laughs> um, they kill a guy in Charlotte. North Carolina? Yeah. What? He gets hit by a truck. It's full of Russians. There's a guy in Atlanta that gets killed by a van full of Russians. Um, and then they go to Russia. And then there's to a guy kill the Russians. to kill some Russians. You got like 15 seconds. Uh, I'll seed my time. <laughs> only well, time what is the here. end? What is the end result? He kills everybody he needs to. He puts together rainbow, the rainbow six initiative. Oh, is that how that happens? Yeah. Where oh, he, that's a video game. Stand at the Washington monument. And he's like, no, no, you have too much. You've given yourself. Oh, too much okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I see. How, see how it goes. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, to be perfectly honest, I watched this movie at nine in the morning and as watch as far as watching something that I just got out of bed with two cups of coffee, it was fine. But I am trying to envision the scenario where anybody would watch sit down to watch this either by themselves or convince their significant other. And by significant other, I'm assuming you're Michael like, B. Jordan's in it. Ladies love him. Hell. Some men love him. He's not good in this. Is I he mean, not? he carries this movie, but that's. But I'm talking, thinking like he's ripped. So people are but like. But he's only shirtless for about 30 seconds in this. Oh, you so, counted? Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's only he's only shirtless for 30 strokes in this movie is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so. I almost threw up. <laughs> I waited. I waited till he took a sip of his beer to say that. So. <laughs> Looking over there like a little rabbit, like uh, it's so the the setup for this movie, which it seems like every foray, this movie was almost completely predictable in that I know how this Tom Clancy spy shit goes. Like there's gonna be there's a guy's gonna be like high up in the military, and then there's gonna be a military thing, or he's gonna be like, I don't know if I want to be in the military, and there's some weird government shit going on, and then he retires from the military and he tries to go lead a normal life. Yeah, but I bet, but you can bet that the weird military shit's gonna come back into his normal life, and then oh, it's gonna yeah. disrupt it, so he's gotta Kill go back wife. to the weird military Russians. shit. Russians, um. Then some shit happens and he's like, oh, I got to kill some people with no remorse. Hence the name of the show. Hence the name of the, the, the thing. And then he's like, oh, I'm going to jack Ryan my way out of this situation. Pam, let's well, get married. Both Tom Clancy characters. Exactly. Jeff Bezos gave Tom Clancy money for some reason. Rainbow Six <laughs> sequel baiting. And then it's the end. It's the, this movie. 
was fine when I was half asleep, but I can't, I, I can't imagine the situation where someone would sit down and watch this for fun because this movie was about the least fun movie I've watched. The in a action long time. wasn't good. The action was bland. The most exciting part of this movie happens in about the first 20 minutes when Michael B. Jordan thinks he's caught the right Russian, but it turns out to be the wrong Russian. It's the left Russian. Right. It's the left Russian. Those fucking communists over there. Fucker. Anyways, he catches a guy. And you know what? I'm going to say full spoilers because you know what? That 60 second thing I did, I've already spoiled the whole movie for you. So if you're still listening. Glad you did the spoiler alert now. (laughs) After I told you what the plot of this was. Perfect. He tracks down the guy he thought was in charge of the guy that killed the Russians. And then he's like, "Uh, I'm going to give you a name of guy. He, He follows them in like a tow truck to the airport and then slams he calls the cops the cops show up and then he like hems the guy in like just rams the, the rams he doesn't his stitch limousine. him in there yeah he doesn't him him yeah he does he there. gets his crochet needles out and it's like <laughs> <laughs> then he lights his car on fire and was like tell me who killed my wife and be like he's like Fuck you. Oh, I've seen that in previews. That's yeah. whenever they get and into he's the like, burning hey, car next to Victor Olashenkov, Dmitikov. Exactly. And then he's like, all right, fuck you, man. And then shoots him anyways. That was the most exciting part of this where I was like, all right, all right. I'm, I'm on board with this. Yeah, now it's getting better. He gets arrested immediately afterwards and goes to jail. Why? Because he killed a man. He, ki- he did kill a man and the news crew was there and he was like, oh, I'm a felon now. Not very observant. Quite like me and the chip in your sink. But before... <laughs> But before that, he's like, anyways, like I said, he's in Syria, I think. And then he's the guy. There's a one guy. His name was Ritter. I don't remember his name or his rank, but he John. worked with the CIA. John Ritter, the comedian. He works with the CIA. And Michael B. Jordan's character's name is John Clark in this. He always picks like some whack ass names. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. John Clark. Clark. Glenn Ritter. Glenn Ritter. His name's not Glenn, but it's Todd something Stevenson. Like that. They're all like the most white bread names you could pick out of like white bread name generator slash Tom Clancy slash Rainbow Six. Doug Smith. Doug Smith. They're all named like that. And the guy who you think is the obvious villain in the CIA Uh-oh. is the obvious villain in the CIA oh. from the first moment that he walked on screen. I was like, I bet this guy turns out him. to double cross somebody. And you know what? An hour later, I was like, I was right. <laughs> it's not a surprise. The action in this was good. It's probably the the saving grace of this, but it's the long sections between the action bits where you're just like, I was on my phone a lot. I even got up to like pee a couple times and didn't pause the movie. <laughs> hey, there you go. We even paused the show <laughs> to be for that. We don't just sit here in our chairs and piss ourselves. No, that we think about it. We thought of I thought it about it. Yeah. For content. I was like, this is yeah. your stuff, but this is also probably leather, right? That's for when we start a Patreon. <laughs> yeah. For oh. extra money, we'll just piss ourselves and keep talking. <laughs> Who wants to pay us money? <laughs> but um, it's, like a the i it show it goes to show you how absolutely devoid of normal human emotion a movie can be 
that a man's pregnant wife gets shot in bed and you completely forget about it by the end of the movie because it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. I'm going to start a team. All respect to that lady who is an actor and it's not a real g- baby that got killed because you know what? This is a fork. No, the baby really did get killed during that this was, movie. They did not need to do that, Amazon. <laughs> that was not called. Jeff Bezos said he knew he could pay for a dead baby. Oh, Jeff. Let's get that baby in here. are you doing? Stat. I need to know how many babies we can kill and what time frame it's we like can kill It's like a servant them. situation where it's just that weird realistic doll that they just keep flopping around all over the place. Yeah, and then the dad chasing them around with a flashlight being like, can you make this real too? Just Rupert Grant just knocking against all the railings and stuff mm-hmm. as he's walking through the house. Or banging um, For some, some reason, I almost called him Ron Jeremy instead of Ron Weasley. <laughs> well, I mean, same thing, right? Not Except he's ginger. <laughs> he's ginger. That's the only difference. <laughs> um there's not much to say about this movie. It was bad. It I didn't hate it though. That's but it was absolutely devoid of any kind of it was an ag- so nobody I don't think was a masterpiece, but it was fun. And it was carried in a way and I think that the the thing that was so separate- you'll watch it again. I would watch nobody again. I would not watch this again in a million years. Nobody had some funny parts in it though. Yeah. It had some funny parts in it and had a charismatic lead and it also didn't take itself seriously. And this is the thing that separates is that this movie thinks it has the most important thing in the world to say, but really it's like, it's setting up for a sequel or like a Tom Clancy Amazon like universe basically is what it's almost like. Oh God. When he does like the, there's a mid credit sequence where he's like, I'm doing a new initiative. I'm calling it rainbow. And the guy's like, what does that mean? He's like, it's personal. Then the movie cuts to black and the credits keep rolling. I was like, Oh my God, that was one of the worst like sequel baiting mid credit sequences I've ever seen. That was worse than when Woody Harrelson put on the Ronald McDonald <laughs> wig and was like, just never let that go. It's fucking total carnage. Big dog or whatever. Yeah, what is said. that movie supposed to happen? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> not that, soon enough. That was, that was pretty bad, but this was inexcusably just lame and just lacked any sort of, I, I just get like, even though Michael B. Jordan does like a decent job in this and there are some cool action. The One of the cooler action sequences is where they go to Russia and their plane gets shot down. And then he is like, we got to go get the gear. And everyone else is like, fuck the gear. Like, I don't want to drown. And he's like, I'm going to go get the gear. So like the plane like crashes and separates. And there's a really prolonged sequence where he's swimming through this submerged plane. And you can tell like, this is one of those movies where they consult with the military on like tactics because he's like surfacing in like these weird like places because he knows that there's like pockets of air there. So there's like a grate where even though the plane's underwater, like it isn't completely full of water yet. So he's like, like sucking in air so he can like stay underwater longer. And like, he just swims and gets some guns and then like swims out and stuff like that part was like kind of tense. And it was, it's impressive in the way that they were able to set that sequence up. And I'm just imagining them how big of a fucking pool that they had to have to like sink this giant set in for him to do all this. Oh, I think the movie was huge. I think I saw ET was talking about it and they had like, yeah, huge set for the Russian death scene. Like there are some impressive like pieces in this, but 
it's just put together in such like a dispassionate sort of way that you get the feeling that nobody that worked on this really cared enough to give me the money bezo like it just like it it on its own like there's some definitely there's some good parts of it but as a whole there's not a lot that i can say about it like there are better action movies there are better serious action movies and there are better funny action movies and it's hard to recommend this over literally anything else so this missed the mark in this genre like it needs to either be more grim more r-rated or it needs to have a sense of humor i don't think that it can have a sense of humor at this well it needs to do something in the opposite direction then because it's it's trying it doesn't hit on any levels i think that it's trying to it's almost like like it, it it looks pretty impressive but it seems like something that was made like 20 years too late almost like this probably like a black hawk down kind of situation this would have killed around that that era or like saving private ryan but again it doesn't have any of that like human element that makes those movies that makes you care about like saving private ryan you think they slapped this together or you think it was actually just poor writing i think that it was just it it seems like it I know that there are tombstones in this that say 2019. So this seems like something that was filmed three years ago that they've just sat on for a while. Could have been, <laughs> um, been, which is strange because you think it was going to be on Amazon. Then it would you be think they would put it out the door as fast as possible, but it does seem like this was filmed like two or three years ago. And for whatever reason, they've not, they've just sat on it for a while. And I, I don't really know why the big, the big plot twist at the end. And again, it's a guy who was the obvious villain who is trying to seem like he's not a villain like Liam Neeson at men in black three. Yes. Where it's kind of that kind of thing where you'd be like, I bet he's the villain. <laughs> I knew it the whole time, like, but this I'm movie a, sucked. It's like, I'm not a villain, but he is. He's, he's on the inside in the CIA and he's trying to frame Michael B. Jordan's seal team. He wants them to go to Syria and kill some Russians. And then the Russians get mad and then the Russians retaliate so that they kill Americans on American soil so that the American government can declare war on Russia. And he does this big speech where he's like, back in World War II, we had a common enemy and common enemy. And like the country was like, yeah, we could fight all these people. But now like the half of the country is like oh, the other half of the country. Was the he enemy. on an auction tank? No, he should have been. He should have been. Well, he should have been because he winds up drowning death in the end because Michael B. Jordan is in a Yukon that he crashes into a fucking lake and was like, fuck you, dude. And then like the divers come and rescue him. And even though Michael B. Jordan gets buried beside his wife and they're like, oh, we're sad. And then like his commanding officer gets back in a different Yukon and the radio is playing and she turns it off and he's you hear a familiar voice from the back seat going hey i was listening to that and it's just michael b jordan because he's just i knew it i knew it at the cemetery watching his own funeral from like a, a car with a like, like a bitches blacked crying. out windows <laughs> and anyways the guy's like yeah we just want to start a war because you know people like hate each other in america so we're just going to have them hate the russians so we have a common enemy and uh, and then we'll build the economy up because we can build planes and tanks and stuff. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do. And that was his literally his entire reasoning for it. And that's his entire motivation. And so he's the big guy who's been pulling str- 
things behind the strings behind the scenes the whole time, but you know it because he looks like a villain and talks like a villain. And then at the very end, it turns out he was the, the like villain on the inside the entire time. So it's just like, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> well, that like, seems like this movie was a five out of 10. This movie was the fact that I watched it when I did like early in the morning made it seem like a four out of 10. But if I watched this at night, uh, it would have been like a three out of 10. Oh, I was about to say, <laughs> I don't think that even if this was something that we were watching together, if we'd had six beers, I don't think we would enjoy it because this it's is not Grant Reno. It's not funny or gory or enough action to carry any like it's just not any of those things at once like it needs to lean harder in any of those directions to be successful for what it is but it's just dour this is like and i don't even think this is the kind of like action movie that like somebody's dad would like you yeah. know it's not even that like i know somebody's dad has probably read like all the fucking tom clancy novels even if you haven't played like the Seen video jean claude van damme movies like it's not it's just not anything it's bad it's half-assed like there's some cool set pieces michael b jordan is easily the best part but he's still just like it's not it can't get out of its own way for what it is it's just not a good movie (laughs) it has no flavor because it's just disimpassionate this is like green boiled green beans with no butter and no salt I don't know, but I'm going to assume that is not a good thing. Bland. Bland. And it's like, this could be good. And you see how it could be good if you just added a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But it just doesn't. And it doesn't seem to care. And nobody, and none of the green beans that are in the pot seem to care about it after, on top of that. So <laughs> it seems like a lot of, it seems like based on what you saw in the mid credit scene, what you think is that you're trying to do like a universe which everybody's trying to do like the Marvel thing, but it doesn't work out for everybody. Yeah. There's a reason why the Marvel universe is still the standard is because they're the only ones who have done it well so far. Well, they also <laughs> are sitting on tons and tons of material like DC has too. And they still ain't figured it out. Like they should. They figured it out for a little bit. Yeah. And they've it. kind of gone back and forth. Yeah. It's this. This is just like you're. The fact that you didn't watch this, I wish it were worse, like Bloodshot, because that was at least funny to talk about. So but we could rip it apart. Was just the funniest part of this was Michael B. Jordan is trying to have sex with his pregnant wife, and he gets in bed wearing cargo pants. And I was like, "That's weird. How is he going to have sex while he's wearing the pants? I don't know. Maybe he maybe he sticks dick, his dick through the through zip. all those various pockets he's got. <laughs> like, I don't girl, know. You mind if I keep and the pants then on? She has. She says something to him like. Don't stay up. And he's like, uh, okay. What? A, all right. And she's like, don't stay up all night. Listen to music. And he's like, I won't babe. And then the next scene is him wearing a wife beater and like boxer briefs. And he's listening to music and eating like pistachios on the couch in the dark. And that's when the Russians show up in a van and they cut. Like he the doesn't power. hear any, he of doesn't it. hear any of that. Cause he's got his Bose noise canceling headphones on paid promotion. And it, is that for real? Does that really happen? So. I don't think so. Dude, that'd be so funny. That would be so, that'd be funny. so funny. You won't know if your what wife's happened getting... last night. 
Well, I didn't even know my wife got murdered by the Russians because I've Damn got these you, Dr. Dre! I've got these excellent Bose noise-canceling headphones. Dude, <laughs> that would be ridiculous. <laughs> that would be this fucking crazy. And he'd just fall asleep on the couch and they'd find him in the frame and be like, nah, man, these, these headphones are too good. I got stabbed to death because I got Bose noise-canceling headphones. Well, I'm just thinking they wouldn't even pay attention to him just sitting in the dark eating pistachios just having Literally. the time of his life was like just chilling eating pistachios and they show up and cut the power and then like just run through the house and eventually he like knows what's going on because his laptop falls asleep it wasn't plugged into power so it went for a while after they cut the power to the house but then he's like he's like oh no my battery died and then he takes headphones off and was like oh no there's like russians in my house oh god <laughs> and there's like a russian swat team in my house <laughs> so <laughs> It's so funny. That's pretty it's, lame. It's it's so lame where he's just and then like the rest of the scene is just him like beating the shit out of Russians and his oh, underwear. Oh, I thought he was gonna be listening to, like the Smiths or the Cure or something. No, like there's that, no like, music. Fuck it, man. There's no music in this movie. That's the other thing that was like there's no even music. a lame movie will sometimes have like a decent score or soundtrack. And this I cannot remember a single ESPN sound has music. This does like they could have paid for anything. They didn't. <laughs> they, they should spent have all their money on sinking that Campbell plane in that big pool. Oh, God. <laughs> well, it seems like this movie just went and took its dick and just I flopped. It. I would love to see, and maybe this is probably something I could do myself, where I could put lit the scene where the Russians are coming in his house. Put like. And literally any song that he's sitting listening to where he, he's <laughs> the song from Titanic. Yeah. There's nothing to feel. It just seems like it's something that's ripe for something like that. But yeah, anyways, I've saved you the time. Uh Tom Clancy's was a no remorse. I think that I Did you have remorse? I made the I have lots of remorse Buyer's for remorse. watching this. Um I put called this movie no regrets when I did the original like the episode thumbnail and realized that I had to redo it after before you got here. because you had all regrets <laughs> no because that was not the title of the movie oh no. called no Maybe remorse you instead of no regrets <laughs> all regrets. <laughs> well you should be no regrets well maybe uh, maybe a few not even one letter not even a single letter <laughs> anyways guys that's Tom Clancy's No Remorse I hope you enjoyed me talking about it because uh, I didn't watch it yeah Ryan suggested it and then he was like I I suggested but I will defend myself because I had the text messages here you were like hey you want to just do that and, and you I was were like, like yeah I said yeah I did. And then this morning I said, I just watched it. And you're like, cool. I'll, I'll watch, watch it, it this, afternoon this afternoon after I eat. And then you showed up and you're like, full disclosure, I did not watch that movie. But I so. was honest about it. But the good thing is now you feel like you've watched it. And, and I feel like I saved time. Yeah. You feel like yeah, I talked about it for 20 minutes. And so that's an hour and 30 minutes less than the runtime of this movie. Perfect. Oh, hour, it's over an hour and a half. An hour and 50 minutes long. Give me my life back. Yeah, exactly. So you know what? If we've sucked some of the life out of you. Good. We'll keep blowing you. Yeah. Hard. We'll keep doing suck, suck. We'll keep sucking you. Suck. Suck it. Sucked. <laughs> that's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> Right. Anything else you want to add about the about no 
remorse. It, co- it seems no remorse. like all regrets. All regrets. Anyways, that movie sucked. But thanks for listening. I hope that was fun for somebody. It wasn't fun for me. So <laughs> this was the single greatest review of all time. Uh, the point of the review where you're just like, do I want to keep talking about this? You're like, do I even want to see this movie again through my mind's eye? Yeah. No. Because I did. I relived it a little bit and I was I'm like, sorry. Worse than I thought. <laughs> PTSD happening right there. Yeah, well, he didn't have any of that. Which is crazy. It's like, I have flashbacks to my, uh, my pregnant wife, even though the baby's gone. And those Dr. Dre songs <laughs> that I was listening to in his bows. I'm going to do, I'm going to re edit that scene and just put like the Camel City blackouts where he's oh, yeah. eating pistachios while the Russians are breaking into his house. You should do something funny like Jitterbug. Wake me up before you go. Or like go the Benny Hill theme song where it's like, burr, 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 and like speed up the Russians, like just running up the stairs and stuff, and then reverse and like falling down the stairs. We could just go recreate this in my house. I have stairs. Hell yes. Our version. See if there's going to be a lot less people. See if Amazon, a lot less doubles. Like all less the, muscle. All the background sure. characters look exactly the same. And there is it's no like, muscle in any of these like people. There's two guys in this movie. Well, Megan might want to participate. So two guys, one chick. Oh yeah. Tom Clancy's two guys. <laughs> Our version. Anyways, Ryan, Jeff Bezos, he's clearly on the phone, so we got to take this. Anything else you want to add before we before we drop this one like a sack of potatoes? No, bitch. Anyways, check out the Camel City Blackouts. Check out our back catalog. Check out want. Almost Accurate. Check out Almost Accurate. Podcast. The last thing you should do. No, uh, the first thing you should do. Actually, you know You're what? listening now, so you might as well. Steal your friend's phone. Subscribe to this podcast. Write a review under their name. Write a review under your name. I don't care. We'll take it. Take their phone and it. clean it. Uh, factory reset it and send it to, you know, get money out of it. Delete. Take it to a pawn shop. Yeah, exactly. And make, but make sure that this is the only podcast they're subscribed to. That's oh all. yeah. That's all we're asking. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. As we say at the end of this and every other episode of almost accurate nighty night, the bitches. Until next time, folks. Night night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.